with the BJP leadership tom toming their hawkish national security credentials by repeatedly invoking the 28-29 September 2016 surgical strike former prime minister dr manmohan singh in an interview on 2nd may to hindustan times asserted that multiple surgical strikes took place during our tenure too for us military operations were meant for strategic deterrence and giving a befitting reply to anti india forces than to be used for vote garnering exercises congress spokesperson rajiv shukla details six instances of the surgical strikes 19th june 2018 patal sector in jnk's poonch 30th august to 1st september 2011 sharda sector across neelam river valley in kel 6 january 2013 savan patra checkpost 27 july and 28 july 2013 nazapir sector 6 august 2013 neelam valley 4th january 2014 bjp mp colonel rajavardhan rathor countered we were in army we know what happened minister general vk singh added will you please let me know which so called surgical strike are you attributing to my tenure as chief of army staff on 3rd may pm modi countered that the upa era surgical strikes were carried out in video games the following day that is 4th may lieutenant general ds huda retired who was the former army commander northern command from 1st june 2014 to 30th november 2016 the main architect of the september 2016 surgical strikes told the media that cross border armed operations against terrorists were carried out even before the current dispensation led by pm narendra modi by the indian army across the line of control with the war of words erupting over surgical strikes and the latter emerging as a major election narrative there is perhaps a need to examine what really has been happening and that examination begins with understanding the semantics around the term surgical strike what really happened on the night of 29 september 2016 the indian army had on that night carried out trans loc raids in four sectors bhimbar hot spring kale and lipra and pok the raids were aimed at destroying terrorist camps located between 500 to 2000 meters on the pakistan side loc was this the first trans loc raid by the indian army the clear answer is no since the 1949 ceasefire firefights cross border raids and artillery duels across the loc have been the norm as the loc is not akin to an international border this activity has seen spikes after the 1971 war 1984 occupation of heights at siachen by india 1988 commencement of terrorism in kashmir and after the 1999 kargil conflict since the 1949 ceasefire firefights cross border raids and artillery duels across the loc have been the norm as the loc is not akin to an international border this activity has seen spikes as well as pauses given the need to prevent loss of territory the close proximity of opposing forces and the troop densities on both sides local duels have been a normal feature with every action creating a revenge cycle the trans loc actions of 1998 2000 2011 2013 and many more stand documented such fighting is the reason that a posting on the loc is deemed as an operational deployment in some Brutal, ruthless trans LOC raids by both armies have been routine stuff. Former 15 Corps GOC Lieutenant General Syed Atta Hossain is on record stating that such raids were routine. So is former Chief 
General Bikram Singh commenting on the 2013 beheading of Hemraj, he said that India has avenged the murders of its soldiers along the line of control by the Pakistan Army last year, as is Lieutenant General H.S. Panag, former Northern Army commander. We have done such operations on the line of control earlier also, and these are all local and tactical level operations. It happens quite regularly, but this time we declared it. So are the BJP's General V.K. Singh and Colonel Rathore. So are the BJP's General V.K. Singh and Colonel Rathore lying? The answer is both yes and no. They aren't lying, but they also aren't telling the truth and are in fact indulging in semantics and wordplay for political expediency. The problem lies in the terminology. Prior to September 2016, trans-LOC raids were known as just that, trans-LOC or cross-border raids. The incumbent government, however, eager to burnish its hawkish image, labelled the September 2016 trans-LOC raids as surgical strikes in order to showcase that it is doing something really, really different from past governments. This is the first time a trans-LOC raid was called by a different name. And it needs to be noted that a fancy name does not change the purpose, a faucet is still a tap. So General V.K. Singh and Colonel Rathor are quite right in claiming that there were no surgical strikes prior to September 2016. And in a country where knowledge of military matters in the civil domain is extremely limited, few are able to deduce that in reality, trans-LOC raids and surgical strikes are one and the same thing. Importantly, there were operational and geopolitical reasons as to why the previous governments did not publicize trans-LOC raids. Publicity gives away operating information, which means that the adversary now knows what exactly you did, and one cannot surprise an adversary multiple times using the same tools and methodology. Former Director General of Military Operations, Lieutenant General Vinod Bhatia had tweeted, overhyped commemoration of surgical strikes for political mileage is counterproductive as it foreclosed future options for such strikes. There is a need to leave enough space for the adversary to absorb the robust Indian message and quietly incorporate suitable change in its behavior. In contrast, publicity forces domestic imperatives on a humiliated adversary to seek revenge and respond in befitting ways. And this was apparent in the wake of the IAF's 26th February airstrike on Balakot, Pakistan responded in kind on 27th February. Politically publicized strike sets precedence. It makes the Indian public expect the same. In fact, more of the same after every incident. This renders crisis management difficult. It would be recalled that after the 26th and 27th February strikes, counter-strikes, both sides had stared at an abyss of rapid escalation and then stepped back from the brink after international diplomatic intervention. Lastly and most importantly, it's also to do with the perception of the international community of the LOC. Post-independence, the fighting in the state of JNK had ended after both India and Pakistan agreed in 1949 to withdraw all troops behind a mutually agreed ceasefire line. The 1965 Indo-Pak war was unable to cause a change in this status on account of the dynamics of the Cold War and prevalent geopolitical circumstances. After the 1971 Indo-Pak war, with East Pakistan being hived off from Pakistan, Former Pakistani Prime Minister Zulfikar Ali Bhutto, desperate to get back the 90,000 prisoners of war, agreed July 1972 Shimla Agreement to change the nomenclature of the CFL to LOC, implying that it was no longer created by war but was a boundary that existed through mapped and recorded acquisitions of both sides.
During the 1999 Kargil conflict, the stance of the international community was based around this precise understanding. Pakistan has illegally occupied what is deemed as Indian territory and hence must vacate its aggression. Left unsaid was its premise that the same logic applied equally to India. Thus, not publicizing previous surgicals had allowed successive governments and the Indian army to maintain a higher moral ground internationally while severely punishing Pakistan and its associated culprits locally through cross-border raids. Thus, for the BJP to say that there were no surgical strikes in the past deeply demeans the stellar contribution of thousands of veterans who participated in previous trans-LOC raids, intense firefights and artillery duels. Some peers, comrades and subordinates died, many were injured, the others risked everything going across. When a soldier dies, he is reduced to a file in the Ministry of Defence and his family is bereft of a husband, father, brother. And yet, we continue to see politically expedient statements that impinge on the legacy of laudable operational deeds in the annals of the Indian Army's history and the past contribution of our soldiers.